0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Moke Hamilton joins us now as he does uh, throughout the NBA season. Always great to have you on, Moke. Uh, let's look back before we look forward. Oh, is, who, is, is, that, is, is that the little girl back there? She's excited you're on, on, on radio?
0: <laughs> yeah, she, she, she and her mom are actually pulling for the Celtics. So, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty happy right now. You know, I, so, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't think the Celtics were going to handle them in game one like that. You know, I thought the Warriors had it in the bag. But obviously, uh, <laughs> you know, they, De- Derek White had something to say about that, you know
1: that's for sure. Um yeah, so I, I mean so again, let, let's let's look back before we look forward and you know, I want to go to the, the soundbite from um from Draymond Green and he kind of shrugged his shoulders, right? Like, okay, we lost. Okay, you've got Horford and White who combined for 11 three-pointers. Like and and kind of shrugs it off like, "Well, that's not going to happen again." Um You know your 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 thoughts on the performance from, especially a Boston Celtics team that was only on three day rest, three day rest, and they had to travel out to San Francisco, Moak.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I I I will say this: these Boston the Celtics are not soft. You know what I mean. And anyone that knows Ime Udoka and has spent some time around him knows how how competitive of of a guy he is. And I think that's something that's definitely rubbed off on that team. Um, aside from that, Steve Kerr, you know, I think he, he gave the Celtics a lot of respect before game one. You know, he was, he was meeting reporters, and, you know, he pretty much said, like, hey, we don't look at these guys like they're a young team and that they're a team that's, like, just happy to be here and that they're, they're still wet behind the ears, and it's with good reason because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and, and Al Horford and this crew of guys, Marcus Smart they've been in the mix for a really long time now. You know, they might still be a young team from an age standpoint, but as far as the experience and the know-how, they've made some pretty deep playoff runs and they've been in some very competitive situations. And I think that they are really, really going to be motivated by the somewhat dismissive attitude that a lot of people in the media and um, outside of, of Oakland have about them and their chance of actually winning this series. You know what I mean? And I think that that's going to come out in Game 2 as well. And I definitely think you saw that in Game 1. And um, I think sometimes Draymond Green's arrogance gets gets the best of him, you know, and it's uh, they, they, they should feel threatened is, is what I'm trying to say. I think that at this point the Warriors should definitely feel threatened, and I don't know that that really came across in, in Draymond's um, address after Game 1
1: no it it did not but we've heard what what Steph Curry had to say and um you know he he was talking about how that locker room um was was pretty disappointed knowing uh we, we know home court advantage is is so important uh, in the NBA and and this is a discussion and, and I don't want to call it a debate uh, maybe it could become a debate you know what what home advantage is um it carries the most weight, right? Like is it the NBA because the fans are just so up close and personal? I mean, listen, it's courtside and, and we know why those those courtside seats are sometimes twenty five thousand dollars. Ridiculous. Um is it the NHL because they're up there against the plexiglass, right? Like and 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 you can just feel the energy. I'd say that it's NBA and NHL more so than, than Major League Baseball or NFL. Just my two cents, but uh nonetheless, um I'm I'm really really intrigued. I'm I'm leaning towards laying the points tonight with the Golden State Warriors. I just I believe in Steve Kerr. I think he's going to come out uh, with with a little little different game plan. I th- I think Draymond Green needs to score. Granted, 11 rebounds in game one, but he he needs to put up more scoring. I don't think Poole is only going to score nine points. I don't think Clay's only going to score 15 points, and I don't believe right. that the Golden State Warriors are going to get all that offensive performance from their bench as well. I do believe that we will see a different game, and I do believe that the Golden State Warriors are going to win tonight. No disrespect to, to Boston, but they've just been so good at home, Moak.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. And, and I mean, there, there are a number of things. I think, I think what, are they a four-point four favorite? I think it's four the last, the last time I, I checked the line, but I guess it depends on what book you're looking at. But but uh, none, nonetheless, I mean, look, I agree with all of that. Um, you can look at it and say that the Warriors certainly did not play their best game in game one. And look at what it took for the Celtics to pull that contest out, right? Like for the Warriors to, own, to score less than 20 points in the fourth quarter of an NBA Finals game at home and for Boston to more than double that output – you can look at that and probably fairly say that it was a uh, freak occurrence. But the the other thing, too, Anita, I would probably be simpler about it and just say that during the regular season, the Warriors were 22-19 and 19 on the road. That makes them a fairly mediocre road team. And if you lose the first two games of the NBA Finals at home, and then go on the road to play two more. If you're the Warriors, you cannot like the situation that that puts you in. So I think that they're going to approach tonight's game with a lot of urgency. Um, I'm not sure that they would call it a must-win. It's a phrase that's probably overused in in sports these days, but they really, really, really need to win game two if they're serious about winning the series. And I think they know that, and I think they'll approach the contest like that. And then the other thing, too, um, Robert Williams questionable for game two right such a big part of of boston's um you know their defensive identity and their backbone um so you know you got to kind of say that that bodes well for the warriors too because even if he's able to go he won't be operating at 100 percent. so a lo- lo- lot of reasons to like the warriors uh plus four tonight in my opinion so i think i'm with you my right, it's so we're on the same Minus four. Right, right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Minus four. The over under is at two two twelve and a half. There were forty three pointers that were put up in game one. I don't anticipate that either. Um, and as we know, coming into the series, the number one and number two defense in the postseason. So I like the under today as well.
0: Hmm. Uh <laughs>
1: Deep in thought I'm, there moke
0: yeah i'm i'm like I'm like dancing in my chair trying trying to figure out well, look, let me tell you something i I don't usually go against your picks because anybody that that follows you, you need know, is like we know you're you're actually pretty good at this stuff oh well, um, thank but you moke you're welcome you're welcome it, it's almost as if you're a professional at this, you know um uh, uh, but i i don't know i i could <laughs> i I could see myself taking the over um only because you know, like I said, I think that for the Warriors, knowing them, them knowing that they want to come out and win this game, although they're a good defensive team and they're a pretty good half court team, I, I think that the identity of this team is still about um, turning you over, rebounding, and getting out in transition and, and trying to score, you know, some of those transition three pointers or trying to get some, some easy uh, dives to the basket, you know, Jordan Poole. Gary, Gary Payton, uh, the second, uh, you know, I think, I think that we're actually going to see him suit up uh, this evening as well, which, which will be great for it, be a big boost for them. Um, but the point is, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Warriors make a concerted effort to get a lot of high-quality looks in the first seven or eight seconds of the shot clock. I think that's when they're at their best. And if they play that brand of basketball, I know that they'll like their chances. So the only the only thing that I'll say about that is I do think at this point the Celtics have proven that they can score with the best of them. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a very, very, very fast tempo being played tonight. Fast tempos means more shots, you know, it means more scoring opportunities for guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and, and and Marcus Smart. And Al Horford, too, I guess we should probably give him the respect of referring to him as a scorer now, too. So I I could easily see it being a higher-scoring contest. So I might lean the over, but, again, um, I I, I think I'd roll with the Warriors tonight. I'd be really surprised if if they allowed the Celtics to carry a 2-0 lead uh, back to the East Coast.
1: Uh, You and me both, Moke. Before I let you go, uh, MVP of the series – um, I still believe the Golden State Warriors are going to win the series, and that's hard for me to say because, again, you've been on with me each and every Sunday for quite a while now, breaking down the NBA, and you know how big of a fan I am in regard to this Boston Celtics team, especially after the All-Star break. I told you I thought the addition of Derek White at the, uh, at the trade deadline was one of the best pickups um, at the trade deadline. So it's, it's difficult for me to go against them because I've been with them all, all postseason but so with that being said, I'm still going Steph Curry here to win the MVP, and and you can get that at, at, at plus one sixty five right now. And obviously, a big reason why is because uh, this is a uh, Golden State team that's down in the series oh one. Uh, your thoughts on a? Who do you think wins the series at this point? And uh, with that being said, who do you have as your MVP?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I'm I'm not making this a little more controversial and a little a little tougher for you. It's always nice when we have a little bit of a disagreement that we go back and forth, right? But, but I'm, I'm following you, I'm following you in, in, uh, with both of these, you know, like I, um, I, I, still, I still like the Warriors, you know, provided they win game two, and I think they will. Um, you're talking about a 1-1 series. And then you're talking about them needing to win one game in Boston to take the home court advantage back. And they're gonna have they're gonna have three shots to do that, in all likelihood, right? So I, I think I will take the Warriors still at this point, even being down one nothing. But again, they have to win game two. As far as the finals MVP is concerned, it's hard to believe that the Warriors are gonna win the season and not believe that Steph Curry is going to be the reason why, you know? So um, I think that those two, those two bets are very, very consistent with one another. Another thing that I will say, Anita, as, as a member of the media, a lot of times, you know, I won't lie and say that I don't think that some of the voting members of the media follow the narratives as well and sometimes get caught up in the narratives. And I think that it's basically Steph Curry's award to lose if the Warriors do win right it's the one thing that's sort of missing from his resume um he's as healthy as he's as he's been in a postseason in quite some time and the warriors are obviously motivated to get this thing done without kevin durant and sort of solidify themselves as as a dynasty you know so i think that everything is there for curry from a narrative standpoint i think his health is in his favor the warriors have the home court advantage and some would argue that they probably have the better team. We could be wrong about that. We will see. But again, I'm I'm following you with both of those picks. I, I like the Warriors in the series still, and, and I do also like Steph Curry to to walk away with his first finals MVP.
1: Again, keep in mind this is the uh Steph Curry who came out strong in game one, right? Like uh out six three pointers in the first quarter, put up twenty one points, his final stat line was thirty five five and five. So um you know, I, I expect much of the same later on tonight. Moke, always great having you on. Appreciate you, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day. Uh, uh, God bless you and your, your, your beautiful family. And um, enjoy, enjoy uh, the rest of the series.
0: Thanks a lot, Anita. Take care. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.